Welcome to Level 33, a podcast that explores a path towards better living. My name is Kim, and I started this project as a way to share my journey towards wellness, self-love, and purposeful living, and in hopes that it may inspire others along their respective journeys as well. Follow along as I share lessons learned and continue to curate ideas that support the harmonization of mind, body, and soul. Hi, hello. Welcome back to Level 33. I'm your host, Kim, and today I'm going to be diving into the wellness wheel. Have you noticed that hashtag wellness is trending right now? There's a significant uptick in wellness and lifestyle content creators, and I love it. Wellness influencers on Instagram usually post about green smoothies, matcha, a robust morning routine, clean girl makeup, Pilates, meditation, the five-minute journal, gut health, living by the 80-20 rule, and so much more. I am a proud consumer of such content, and I'm so happy to see this type of focus on better living. But I can't help but wonder, what does wellness look outside of an aesthetically pleasing and carefully curated Instagram profile? Is there more to wellness than what is shown on these beautifully constructed feeds? Is there more to wellness than matcha lattes, Pilates, and a robust morning routine? Well, in this episode, I will define wellness, discuss the different dimensions of wellness, and chat about ways to improve these dimensions. So what is wellness? I posted a survey on Instagram asking people how they define wellness, and this is what I got. From my friend Francis, combating and defending energy self from the emotional energy of others. I loved that response because I do think that wellness does encompass boundaries and a really good social circle. I also got other answers such as peace of mind, taking time to monitor, maintain, and nurture mental, physical, and spiritual health, finding inner peace. Creating balance, not obsessing about one component of wellness. Being mentally at peace. Peace of mind, body, and soul. And you see, most of the answers that I got had to do with peace and balance and just being in a really good place. Um, But we can all see, and what I gathered was that there are different components to this. And what does that actually mean? That's what I wanted to know. Interestingly enough, the World Health Organization defines wellness as, quote, a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease, end quote. The National Wellness Institute defines wellness as, quote, an active process through which people become aware of and make choices toward a more successful existence, end quote. I really like the National Wellness Institute's definition as it frames wellness as an ongoing pursuit. These questions then led me to the wellness wheel. The wellness wheel is a tool and visual guide that can help you assess and reflect. There are different versions. Some have six dimensions, And dimensions are, think of the wellness wheel as a pie and dimensions as pie slices. 
So a wellness wheel, depending on which one you look up, um, you can Google this. They can have six dimensions, seven dimensions, or eight dimensions. Again, um, you can visualize that as six pie slices, seven pie slices, or eight pie slices. I personally really like the one with eight dimensions. I noticed that the ones with six or seven, um, I usually found those on college university websites in the health um, health and wellness sections where uh, as resources for students. So um, one of the differences between the wheels with six dimensions versus eight dimensions is that I think the one with eight dimensions has um, a wheel devoted to career or occupation and then a wheel focused on or a dimension focused on financial health which I think is really important. But I think as a student, that's not really um, a, a priority or something that is even in there because people are just in school and studying at that point. So, um, but I guess you you can adopt different ones. Whichever one you decide to use, it's, it's good. It's a tool regardless. Um, the idea here is that all dimensions of wellness require our attention. So each pie slice requires us to build upon Um, and build within that pie slice to build out for a very cohesive and robust wheel. Um, And so if we pay attention to the different dimensions and um, flourish in all of them, then we can thrive instead of just survive. And this requires active awareness, acceptance, and commitment through habit. The wellness wheel that I use has eight dimensions. The dimensions are physical wellness, social wellness, emotional wellness, intellectual wellness, environmental wellness, spiritual wellness, financial wellness, and occupational wellness. I'm going to begin with physical wellness because I think it's the easiest one to conceptualize. Had you asked 25-year-old Kim what wellness was, I'm confident that that version of me would have said physical health. I'm glad I've been able to expand my definition since then. Physical wellness is more than just the absence of illness. This is about cultivating and maintaining a thriving lifestyle that honors your physical body. In practice, this looks like committing to regular physical activity. Honor yourself by moving your body. Exercise has been shown to increase energy, improve sleep, boost mood, and improve mental health. That sounds like a cocktail of pluses. This could be as simple as a lunchtime walk during the work week, a practice I picked up during a rather stressful time in my career. I made it a point to move to combat any mental tension I accumulated. This helped me think more clearly, as it was literally a physical pause button. For me, I aim to move my body four to six times a week. There's always an aerobic practice, which can look like a HIIT class, like F45, a spin class, dance, running, or even long beach walks. A strength training component and a mental practice, such as yoga or meditation walks. 
meditation walks are, um, are long walks I take without music or podcasts playing. I learned this from my friend Nate. I take them on the beach and I just focus on the sound of waves crashing and the feeling of sand beneath my feet. The point is, movement has many benefits and is a component to wellness. If you engage in physical activity, give yourself a point. If not, ask yourself if this is something you'd like to change. And this assessment will be the same with different components of the dimensions. If you're looking to improve this area of your wellness wheel, you can start off small with even just a 10-minute walk in the morning or afternoon. Check out local fitness studios. They usually have intro specials like unlimited access your first week for a heavily discounted price. That's always a fun way to try something out. Physical wellness can also look like scheduling routine medical checkups. If you're lucky enough to have health insurance, you should definitely utilize it. I think it's a very empowering thing to know the current state of affairs with your body. Since I turned 30, I've been more interested in taking care of this one body that I have. And that's not to say that I was blissfully ignorant in my 20s, but rather I had this well-intentioned but ill-informed and not based in any logic perception that I was invincible. I regularly got three to four hours of sleep and was somehow a functioning human being, but the key word here is functioning. I wasn't thriving by any means. In 2022, I jokingly started saying that my check engine light came on for my body and I, I scheduled several checkups. I wanted a baseline. I wanted to see where I could improve physically. And honestly, if being on top of preventative care is important to you and you want the best bang for your buck in this lifetime, I encourage you to get a checkup and see where your health stands because that's a starting point that can really tell you where you're at. Physical wellness also encompasses sleep and your sleep routine and how you prioritize it. This is a personal focus of mine this year. I used to be proud of all the work I could accomplish on such small amounts of sleep. I used to think that I had to earn rest, which honestly is a messed up way of existing. Sleep isn't a prize, it's a requirement. And I've done a lot of work around unpacking why I didn't believe I was deserving of rest. I challenge you to ask yourself the next time you sabotage a good night's rest, with mindless scrolling, why? Ask yourself why. Ask yourself why you don't think you're deserving of rest because I'm pretty sure you're well aware of the benefits of good sleep, but why aren't you getting it? If you're curious about improving this area of your wellness wheel, I would recommend typing in sleep routine or sleep hygiene into your preferred research engine, which to me is Google or YouTube because there's always really, really good content. I also take a lot in visually. So I love when people make instructional videos, which you can find on YouTube. It's fun. Physical wellness also means eating foods that make you feel good, honoring your body. I know it's really corny to hear your body is a temple and you should treat it as well as one. Um, But I think a lot of us sacrifice immediate gratification of something that is delicious and yummy. Um, over health and wellness 
and what that means in terms of physical wellness, Um, but a good way to assess whether or not your physical wellness dimension is adequate or at a level that you're happy with is asking yourself, are you eating foods that make you feel good? And if not, why are you not nourishing yourself? So that's physical wellness. Um, I think this is a great starting point. Some questions you can ask yourself to assess how you're doing with your physical wellness. I hope this inspires you to do like a, an audit in your physical wellness dimension. So the next dimension I want to chat about is social wellness. This dimension focuses on community and your ability to connect with people. Human beings are relational creatures. We need to connect. We need to feel like we are a part of something. This can look like taking an active part in improving your communities through service. Um, Are you part of a nonprofit? Do you volunteer? This can also look like establishing supportive social networks, um, professional networks. I always make sure I'm part of a fitness community and a professional networking community or group. It's a great way to meet people and form connections. It's just a really nice feeling to know that you're part of something. And lastly, this can look like developing meaningful relationships, whatever that means to you. Not just superficial relationships, but ones that bring you joy and are reciprocal. I personally think there is so much more about social wellness and the relationships that um, we keep and maintain. I think it's really good practice to carefully curate your social circle and ask yourself who you're allowing to be in your life and why they're able to be there. Um, But also with that, it is asking yourself, how am I honoring these relationships? How am I cultivating and nourishing them? I was listening to another podcast that spoke about the wellness um, wheel from a male's perspective. Um, It's this podcast called, let me just bring it up because I don't want to butcher it. Um, The wellness um, wheel episode I listened to from the modern macho, two men who talk about um, their personal growth journey. And it's it's actually really, really cool. But one of the speakers on there uh, spoke about how for him, social wellness and like maintaining his relationships looks like meeting up with friends maybe every other week or every couple of weeks. And for me personally, I don't think that's enough for me to maintain my relationships. I I really derive a lot of joy from seeing my friends a bit more frequently, but that's the beauty of it, right? Like I like relationships where I can see people more often and he prefers because he's an introvert and has a lot of different other priorities, but also knows that he needs to maintain his social wellness dimension, um, tries to see his friends every couple of weeks. And as long as you are deliberate and intentional about how you're maintaining these relationships, I think that's the point. Is It's not adopting my standard of seeing friends every single week if you can, or chatting with them every single week. Um, or keeping in contact like that. If it works for you, cool. But also if it works for you to see your friends every three weeks or once a month or every other month. I also have a friend that I see 
once a month we meet up in, um, so I'm in San Diego and she's in LA and we meet up in Orange County because that's halfway. But being very deliberate about how you maintain your friendships because the last thing you want to do is um, have friendships fizzle out because you're not putting effort in and they aren't putting effort in either. I mean, it's it takes two, but I think that being very intentional and aware of how you want to keep friendships and relationships in your life is like the first step in being accountable about accountable of your social wellness. Um, how you keep those friendships, how you keep those relationships, whether or not you have a professional network, what if whether or not you have a group of people that you can just be, feel like you belong to. I think that's really, really important. Something that maybe I, as a as a young person, um, didn't think that that was important. I thought that was just natural. I think we assume that being social is just something that's just, oh, we'll let it go. You know, like um, I think we take it for granted, um, but this is something you can work on and it contributes to your wellness um, as, as the wellness will suggest. So I encourage you to uh, take an audit on <laughs> audit yourself and see how you are showing up for yourself in this area, in this dimension, how you are cultivating social wellness. Do you have the relationships you want? Are you part of groups and communities that bring joy to your life, that feed to your purpose? Ask yourself these questions. Who do you surround yourself with? And assess whether or not you want to get involved more, whether or not you want to start meeting people more and why and whether or not you have the bandwidth to to cultivate and nourish and maintain those relationships because that's also work too. So with this, I think two dimensions this week and an introduction to the wellness wheel is enough. I really try to strive to keep my episodes pretty short and sweet, maybe pop this in while you're on your morning walk, get that physical activity in. But I really do hope that this episode made you think and pause um, for pause and think for a little bit and ask yourself where you are. If you're so interested in the wellness wheel, I highly suggest you go and Google the wellness wheel, see which one works for you, see where you can improve. But, um, if you come and come next week and, and listen in, I'll be going over emotional wellness and intellectual wellness. Um, it may be environmental wellness as well, but until then, I hope that this discussion of physical wellness, what that means, and social wellness and what that means has inspired you to ask yourself all those very important questions. How are you doing? How's your wellness will dimensions? Until next time, I hope you find ways to take inspired action. Stay kind, stay curious, and thanks for listening in.